We all know what needs to be done to lead a good and proper life. But sometimes we put things off that are important to one day when we'll have a little more time, a little more time to exercise, a little more time for our family. Welcome to the Transformative Daft. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page two. We begin Tractate Subus, and we learn that if you put it off to tomorrow, you might just miss the boat. Welcome to the Transformative Duff, and thank you for being my Harissa today. I like to begin with a story. The children of Israel had made the arduous journey through the wilderness from Egypt to Canaan. They were now standing just outside the Promised Land. But first, they said to Moshe, let's send spies just to inspect the country ahead of our arrival. Reluctantly, Moshe acquiesced and appointed 12 spies, one from each tribe. But upon their return to the Israelite camp, the news wasn't good. It's a land that swallows up its inhabitants. We felt like grasshoppers next to the giants of the land. We won't be able to conquer the land. The people heard the bad report of the ten spies and drowned out the competing minority report provided by Yeshua and Kalev. They clamored around Moshe, vociferously expressing the opposition to entering the promised land. And then Hashem spoke. Due to their rebellion, they have lost the chance to enter the land. A day for each year shall they wander in the wilderness until the entire generation is gone. Their children shall inherit it. Well, that sounds like a win-win story when you think about it. The children of Israel didn't want to enter Canaan. And in the end, God fulfills their wish to stay in the desert. So where's the punishment? Let's look at today's Gemara. There was once a man who prepared a get, a bill of divorce, with the instructions, if I do not return from now until after 30 days have passed, let this get take effect. He came at the end of 30 days, but was prevented from crossing the river because the ferry was running late. He shouted to them, see, I've arrived, see, I've arrived. Shmuel said, this is not considered to be an on-time arrival. Let's examine the Gemara. Picture the scene. A couple is on the verge of getting divorced. They decide on a trial separation of 30 days. Not knowing where he's off to, she wants his guarantee that she won't be left an aguna, a chained wife. He agrees to write a conditional get that states that if by the end of 30 days matters aren't resolved, the divorce will be finalized. Day 30 arrives and there's no sign of the husband. Suddenly, at the 11th hour, they hear shouting coming from the other side of the river. I'm here, I'm here, he cries. I've decided to make it up to you and the kids. I'll be there for you. I've seen the error of my ways. But alas, he's missed the last ferry across the river. And now it's too late. Time's up. The divorce is finalized. At first blush, this story sounds a little fanciful. But sadly, it's all too familiar. The only difference is that in most situations, the spouse, more often than not the husband, hasn't failed to meet the 30-day deadline, but has given years to shape up, all to no avail. On a recent Sunday afternoon family trip to the mall, I was struck by how many fathers were out having fun with their kids. I thought, how wonderful! These fellows are taking their kids out on a Sunday afternoon, bonding with them and giving their wives a break. I started chatting with one of the fathers in the bowling lane next to ours, and it suddenly dawned on me. These men weren't there because they wanted to be there. They were there because they had to be there. My friend in the adjacent bowling lane admitted sheepishly that he wasn't out with his kids to give his wife a break. Unfortunately, there was no wife. There was only an ex-wife. Weekends, he had custody of the kids and would often take them to the mall. 
Oh, which is kind of ironic, I guess. He said, when we were married, I would sit on the couch and watch football on a Sunday afternoon while their mother would take them out. Now that we're divorced, I'm out with the kids every Sunday. Far too often, we hear of people who cry out, look, I'm here, look, I'm here, when it's simply too late to change course. If only they'd shown up and demonstrated what great husbands and dads they could be just a little bit sooner. It's almost as if they're testing their spouses to see how far they can push the rubber band of the relationship before it snaps. When we take our relationships for granted, we often don't realize how far we're pushing the friendship and how much the other person feels that they're being taken advantage of. Throughout married life, you need to constantly ask yourself, what if it were the other way around? Would it be fair if my spouse were treating me this way? And what if he weren't here, God forbid? How would my life look then? Inevitably, the answers to those fundamental questions will propel you to becoming a better spouse and parent. And it's not only marriage that suffers from this take-of-a-granted attitude. The same is true in every aspect of your life. If you're slouching at your job today, don't wait until the day your boss calls you in to lay you off. You'll suddenly find yourself breaking your back to make ends meet. Work a little harder now so that you'll never see that day. It's a divine blessing to have a steady source of Parnassa. Never take it for granted. Don't ever neglect your health. Exercise regularly. Eat properly. Don't wait for the day the doctor tells you your blood pressure is too high or your sugar levels are out of control. From one day to the next, people are forced to remove all salt, sugar, and red meat from their diets. Instead, cut back today while things are still on an even keel. Consume everything in moderation and you'll live a long, healthy life without ever having to sacrifice the foods you love. When the children of Israel chose to support the bad report of the ten spies, they weren't saying they would never enter the promised land. Ultimately, they knew that it was the land of the patriarchs and the matriarchs, the land that they yearned for throughout the centuries of slavery in Egypt. They weren't saying no. They were saying not yet. Can't we just hold off a little bit longer until we're ready to make the effort of fighting for the land and then settling it? God's answer to them was they'd missed their opportunity. They should have stepped up when they had the chance. Now they would spend the rest of their lives looking out beyond the horizon and pining for what could have been had they simply taken responsibility at the right time. Making the right decisions early can make all the difference later. Nobody wants to be forced into a certain lifestyle because he wasn't prepared to step up to the plate when he should have done so. May you make the right choices today and be blessed with happiness and satisfaction all the days of your life. Wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Duff Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Duff Yomi global movement, there's something in the Transformative Duff for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Duff with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe. To achieving a life of simcha and purpose, transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daf.